Double gog. That's the only thing better than a regular gog. G cubed. Double or G G like squared O squared G squared. This is double of all. Okay, yeah, that would yeah. end up just being gugu. Well, yeah, you you have to uh, you have to factor Which, them out. Gugugaga <laughs> could become the new uh, like gog whenever we finally get a cease and desist <laughs> from the website. Gugugaga, welcome to Gugugaga. <laughs> <laughs> and like and like we release new like album art with us and like diapers and like binkies Is, that's not already the album art <laughs> well like welcome to gagoogaga yeah it's a it's a spooky one it's spooky season it basically almost is sp- like i feel like like you can be like if you put up spooky decorations now like no one can complain I actually have seen. Oh yeah, I like got. I think just maybe drove by or something, like somewhere in the neighborhood. Like somebody had like big, like inflatable like Halloween stuff in their yard. They had like a big inflatable like showdown like, in their yard. <laughs> uh, a giant uh, like ar- arachnid monster. <laughs> and I a, mean, they're just and a, spiders and a so cyborg. Like, midwife or whatever <laughs> i've seen a couple of cyborg midwives around town if you know what i mean <laughs> just blankly staring taking care of their young yeah <laughs> staring staring into their phone basically a cyborg am i right that's the real message of the game <laughs> we're all cyborg midwives yeah Did like 15 years before smartphones were invented or, or whatever 10 years when did smartphone? When did the first iPhone come out? Like 2010. That feels late. <clears throat> no, no, no. Like 2000, like 1995 or something. <laughs> 1995. Like 2000, 1995. I'd say iPhone release date. This, there's no way this will tell me the wrong information. Oh, 2007. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Next season is all about the iPhone. <laughs> Next season, we're reviewing every single iPhone. <laughs> Man. That would, I like, mean, like that the, is an idea for a podcast that someone could make. I, I wouldn't want to listen to that, but... Yeah, I don't know. It, it'd be, like, completely irrelevant. Unless, <laughs> like... Like, it could be, like, a little interesting hearing about, like, the first one, but then when you get to, like, four, it's, like... Well, four is a big one. I don't know. <laughs> don't, don't disparage or, four. Or 4S... <laughs> Or uh, or like the Max, is it? Isn't that what? Isn't that what the like the oversized one, like the Fablet, is called? Is that what it's called? Yeah, um, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Man, just just talking about it's making me sad. <laughs> yeah, and you have an iPhone. I know. Which I guess that that might be why it's making you sad. I don't know. But I mean, don't need a, is don't Apple need the tri optimum of <laughs> our world? Well, do we think that they're going to like try and conquer space? I feel like it's more like Elon Musk is like the tri optimum of of our Which, world. <laughs> honestly, this I'm whole like, I kept on thinking that Anatoly was Elon Musk. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, because because uh, also like their whole thing is 
is like making an AI and Elon Musk's whole thing is like AI or that's one of his Oh my things. God, wait. And his whole thing is also neural implants. That's like, <laughs> yeah, that's his yeah. most controversial thing. I feel like. Yeah. He has so many just like, like bad shit things that he says is, he's, are, he's making. <laughs> I yeah. Think- I, I think that to, to, to compare him to Troy Optimum is honestly insulting to Troy Optimum. Yeah, no, it's like inaccurate it's, because he couldn't accomplish anything. To yeah, him. exactly. <laughs> like he, yeah, it, it's giving him too much credit for sure. He, could, also, he uh, could tweet like the idea of a space station that moves faster than light, but <laughs> yeah, that's about as far as he could take it, I think. Yeah. Well, and we'll, we'll get into this a little later, but I didn't realize because I like, I went and looked at the manual after I'd beaten the game and there's like a whole like page or two of like backstory. <laughs> I was gonna ask you because I read through all the characters on the System Shock wiki, mm. and there was so much information that I yeah. I was wondering if I had missed it somehow. Yeah, I I don't know why they didn't include more of this in the actual game. Because <laughs> like yeah. this makes the story way more interesting, <laughs> and it makes the characters so much more like yeah distinct. I think yeah. But I mean, uh, I mean, uh, Pomplamoose Lacroix, the star of the uh, the game, <laughs> mm-hmm. she literally dis she uh, what did, she made all of Einstein's discoveries irrelevant and became a uh-huh. rich and famous scientist, and that's never well, yeah. mentioned. Well, that's what I was gonna say is like she, uh, like she invented it, and she wasn't working at Traptum, and then Traptum like paid her for her inventions, mm-hmm. which does seem like a Elon Musk move like yeah and to rush it out before it's ready and <laughs> then to consequently almost destroy reality as <laughs> we know it yeah <laughs> which yeah uh man you think he's going to actually <laughs> end up with twitter <laughs> remember oh remember God. when like that was like a huge no, thing no didn't that's all it's all been disproven right it was all it was all not real twitter twitter as doesn't as actually it didn't exist. happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> no they're he like just making up twitter to begin with yeah 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 it's all uh, we're all like in a shared hallucination of elon musk's when we t- when we're on twitter <laughs> <laughs> everyone on twitter singing the choir of of the musk <laughs> of the musky <laughs> honestly he would create something that ends up making like uh like an insane like alien like species that is like spreading across the the universe and absorbing everything. I mean, he basically is that, so <laughs> except the on the internet. He actually, I mean, really that is you, you make a lot of sense where he if he really somehow Imagine he takes technology from a better scientist and he makes the neural implants that he wants to be real, real. And then everyone is using them and he's so just stupid that he, you know, makes it vulnerable to, you know, corruption or hacking or whatever. And then everyone's (laughs) minds get linked together. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And (laughs) take over the world. But, like... They're also all connected to like all of the other like things. Like they're all connected to like Tesla autopilot. 
So everyone just like <laughs> randomly will just start like running as fast as they can down the highway. <laughs> People are just and running like, into each other yeah, all the time. And like not obeying traffic laws. we even uh say what game we're talking about this whole time so hello welcome to gagoo today we're talking about the scariest game of all time system shock 2 tim tell us tell us tell us about uh what is system shock 2 <laughs> oh no wait, that's not in my notes <laughs> um so system shock 2 is the much more famous and celebrated older or younger brother Feels it's the younger brother that is like kind of more uh, mature and like societally is viewed as the older sibling, even though he's actually younger. To the original immersive sim System Shock. Um, Wait, isn't he the older brother? That's what I'm saying. He's actually oh, okay. no, no, because he's younger. Because it came the second one is younger, right? But okay. it, it yes. acts. It's like a younger brother that. Acts, but it, it's like you, <laughs> <laughs> a younger brother that acts more like an older brother. <laughs> Right, right. I guess, yeah. But in other, in in, in human terms, a sequel. <laughs> yeah, in yeah. Tip, in, normal, in normal speak. <laughs> I think that's implied by the two. Okay, and if you haven't listened, or you don't know, or you haven't, or you haven't played, you can go listen to our two episodes on System Shock, the original. You absolutely can. They're, they're the episodes right before this one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and and the the first game is definitely worth at the very least inspecting, if not playing before um, <laughs> attempting System Shock Two. If for some reason you haven't tried either of these and you're listening to this, yeah, I, I th- maybe yeah, I definitely I definitely think it's like if if both of these sound like interesting to you, I would say that the first one is definitely worth playing. Like if you haven't seen it, like either of these games, or I guess just like. Uh, System Shock Two, like, like, how would you describe, like, in general, what this game is? Yeah, so you know, it's both of these games. Um, while t- to me they were completely uh, unknown, I had never heard of these, or really, I think even I'd maybe seen like the cover of the first game or something, but I was not aware of them. Um, so if that's the case for you, uh, know that playing it, you will see like aspects of so many other popular modern games Mm -hmm. like this is really uh the one it's like doom where it's just like the bottom of the the sort of tree of evolution right (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's just like everything leads back to these um so it's like you know it's a first person shooter you're walking around space stations and you are finding audio logs which tell a disturbing scary story yeah these Um, that that is i feel like one of like the craziest like like spokes on the like evolutionary mm, tree mm, of like mm, like those really basically just did start with like system shock and i will say i honestly don't know that anyone has ever done it better like (laughs) Especially in this one, the the audio logs are, I think, my favorite part of the game. Like, really, I feel like I felt they were weaker in this game than the first one. Really? Yeah. There's, like, 
uh, I felt like um, there was just like a lot of so like like the pr- prototypical one of this game is like you're like you pick up you find like a dead body or something or and you like pick up a uh a recording that they left and it's them being like like shit like oh man i'm feeling kind of weird like <laughs> lately like <laughs> like i i don't know i i don't know i feel like i missed ate something weird but i don't know i guess guess i'm fine then you like find another one like in a in a room later and it's like the same guy being like (laughs) (laughs) i will kill all (laughs) who stand before me (laughs) it's like different versions of that of like uh and like i actually found an interview them the them talking about this like that was one of the things they wanted to do with them is like show like the evolution of like people into like the monsters that you're fighting, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. But I just feel like yeah. it went like there was a bit too much of that <laughs> for me. Like I feel Interesting. like I feel like it was like I got to like the second half of the game and it was still just like half of the audio logs were just like that almost. And I was like, yeah, okay, like I'm not getting anything out of this. <laughs> It is, there are probably like three or four notes that they're all hitting, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like either something, either one of the couple of twists are being slightly hinted at and it's not actually that subtle yeah. for the actually, most part. I think, or it's yeah. someone transforming or, but I think that they do, there's a lot of storytelling happening and it's, it's I think, a lot more complex in terms of the characters and like, the actual timeline of how things happen on the ship before the game actually starts is a lot more uh, rich than in the first one, I'd say. Yeah, I feel like I thinking back on it, I think the as far as like the like little stories of like what happened, like with the monkeys or <laughs> like with the uh, the midwives, the cyborg yeah. midwives, as we talked yeah. about, like. Those those all kind of happen in the first, like, half. And I think those are all really cool. I think it just... I got, like... Then towards the in the second half, I feel like it's a lot of just, like, people turning into the many. Yeah. And also, there was just... I found it a lot harder to follow, like... The, yeah. Like, what... Like, who is this? Like, there's so many characters that are, like like have little storylines but it was just like i don't remember who this is or like how they connect mm-hmm. to anything I, like there's like a few main characters like delacroix mm-hmm. who it's like okay yes like they keep coming up and like they have they like they're also one of the like few maybe like besides like shodan like and like the and the many like the only one who like has an actually distinct voice too <laughs> yeah i think i think uh you know uh, Fizzy Lacroix over there is honestly yeah. the only recognizable character. <laughs> yes, uh, yeah, the rest of them are just like, but like, I'm a regular guy. <laughs> yeah, and it, it, a lot of them kind of sound like it could be the same guy voice acting for all of them. Yeah, I think you know? it, it's a very similar vibe to the first System Shock, where it's like, I think definitely a lot of the like voice actors were just like people who worked mm-hmm. on the game. They were just like a Absolutely. programmer or whatever. <laughs> hey, Dave, get over here. I need yeah. I need a voice for this. Yeah. Like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. 
And but I don't think there are that many. I I, I don't remember ever hearing it and thinking like that is so bad. You know, Th- there's a few in there's the first couple. one yeah. that I think are a lot more noticeably deadpan in a way that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And then in this one, a good handful of them were really good. And I think it is being carried by um, the woman who voices uh, both Shodan, Dave LaCroix, and then I think someone else too, um, who is did Terry, they do the many? Terry Brosius or? Uh-huh. Yeah. And she did Shodan in the first game too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, yeah, no, she's, a lot of the voice great, acting yeah. is good. She was really good. and Because yeah. you know, the many is also ones. a female. Like, when you get, like, the when it's not, like, the individual, like, zombie guys. Yeah. But it's, like, yeah. the actual, like, hive mind or whatever talking to you. Like, mm-hmm. that's a woman's voice, too. So I, And that one is, like, distinct and, and works pretty well. Look at you, hacker. Up at the... Pathetic creature of meat and bone, panting and sweating as you run through my corridors. How can you challenge a perfect, immortal machine? Yeah, so, like, I think the other thing that, like, sticks out about these games, especially, like, in the time period and, like, how probably they influence later games is, like, they are like they're both filled with like just like tons of little like things like mm-hmm. in the levels <laughs> like in the similar like the whole i feel like the whole thing that the game is going for is really just like trying to like create like a whole like world absolutely as a part to like this is what we talked about in the the original like system shock episodes but like as opposed to like doom which was just like here's like a level like run around and mm-hmm. like beat kill all the enemies and like then you're done instead of on the flip side of like here's like an actual like space like we designed it so that it would space seem yeah it would seem like people actually like lived here and like yeah. there's just like there's just like soda cans and like magazines and like mm-hmm. cigarettes and stuff lying around yeah um, and, and like, that's i i think the the environment is absolutely one of the strongest elements you know yeah because it's like it really effectively both tells a story and controls the vibes so deliberately mm-hmm. where, you know, yeah, like the I actually didn't even think about how genius it is. But the way the soda cans and the chips are just everywhere and they're littered in a way that feels very real and not super, you know, like arbitrarily thrown together. Yeah. And like the way the, the like levels are like laid out. Mm-hmm. And like, you have to like, you know, the I, I think my favorite stuff is all like in the later part of the game, like the uh, recreation level. Yeah, that's obviously one yeah. of the best. Yeah, where it's like there's like a whole like mall section. There's like a yeah. There's like a section where it's like there's like locker rooms, and then you like go through that, and then there's like a basketball court that's all fucked up, and like a swimming mm-hmm. pool and stuff. And, like, there's also, like, they've put, like, bathrooms in all, like, in, yeah, like, the hallways yeah. and stuff. And, like, there's nothing in there. Like, there's nothing to <laughs> really do in there. Sometimes there's, like, sometimes an item or whatever. you find some modules or something in there. Yeah, like, there's sometimes there's stuff in there. But it's, like, if you were designing levels in, like, a, like, utilitarian, like, mm-hmm. sense, you wouldn't, like, 
do that probably you would like you just like unless like there was a real reason to like go there or there was like a real like secret or something it's like why would you design a little like alcove yeah and there's also a lot of uh things like you know diego tells you go take the security card and go to my room Go to my quarters. And so yeah, you yeah. have to go to his bedroom and you find an item there. It's like yeah. people are interacting with you and telling you to find mm-hmm. areas in the space that are like really what a person would yeah. be referencing. I feel like, like, yeah, that's also one of like the strongest parts. And I feel like modern games that have like followed in this in like System Shock's footsteps, like hasn't really like done like. I feel like games, I think games are like, modern games are like really scared to just like, to not just give you like a like point on the map or whatever. Because I feel Mm. like modern games, it's like if someone's like talking to you and telling you what to do, they're like, I've marked it on your map. And then instead of being like, okay, like I'm going to tell you this, like there's to go to this area and like find a safe and like here's the like combination or yeah or a lot of times it's like they aren't even like what i i remember from the first game that i really liked was like it would be like stuff in audio logs so it's like they weren't even really like meaning to tell you it was like you had to like piece it together of like oh they're talking about this like this room on like a different floor and then you like go back there and like can finally open that Mm. like this door that you weren't able to get into before and stuff exactly those are definitely some of the best moments and it really adds uh, you know a lot of this part of what makes it so impactful is that it's it's all contributing to the immersiveness of the (laughs) sim in that yeah you really feel like you are a scavenger, you are alone, Mm -hmm. and you are barely scraping by. And so it's like you find an audio log mentioning the combination to a code, and then you find that safe later. And it's so, you know, it's so exciting because you you don't know if you're ever going to find it. Like you don't, you maybe don't know exactly where it is. Mm -hmm. And then it it seems like there's always very, uh, you know, rewarding little things you'll find that yeah. actually make enough of a difference to make it seem like it was worth the the wait. Yeah, I feel like the like the yeah, like the levels and like the like the atmosphere and everything is really like the star of the show because like the like gameplay like like the the first person shooter like gameplay yeah. part of it is not like and that's like why they weren't like huge like successes when they came out like they're not like amazing on that front, I would say. Yeah, it's not it's not definitely not the funnest time actually mm-hmm. killing the enemies or like doing a yeah. lot of the kind of core gameplay. Yeah. <laughs> Some of it's honestly not that fun. You know, I yeah. I would say this is definitely one of the best, maybe in some ways it feels like the best game we've covered this season and maybe the most intensely unfun experience at times to play (laughs) yeah i feel like i would say honestly if you were gonna play i didn't feel this way with the first one though there was there were some like hard like frustrating parts like but 
I would say like maybe just play it on easy like difficulty if you're gonna play. Yeah, it. Yeah, I I played it on e- I turned it to easy probably like the last third of the game, and yeah. I was still having a miserable time. Like <laughs> yeah. easy was often too hard yeah. for me. It well, would still take me literally seven tries to kill like a room of enemies, you know. Well, and uh, so one like the big I would say like the biggest change between System Shock one and two is that they it changed from like a more like straightforward shooter like system shock one had a little bit of like rpg like kind of elements but but it's like not as much yeah no they like they basically turned it in i mean they they basically just like added rpg to first person shooter which is another way that's like that's pretty common now but like Mm -hmm. i don't i can't think of anything else that was like that at the time uh yeah and but the like, way that they implemented it is also very interesting and I think just really well executed. The yeah. the what are they called? Like the terminals or whatever that you find? Uh-huh. Yeah, like the like, uh s- s- I don't know what I don't know what they're called. Like cyber I think mean, they're just like cyber terminals, but you yeah, you get yeah. cyber modules. <laughs> yeah, which are like them. Like level up points kind of yeah. like you can put them into a scale a scale a little cost, you know, whatever. Yeah. However many little pouches, that's what they look like. And you find them fairly sporadically, and you never quite know when you're going to find another one. So it it, it creates a lot of inter- interesting challenges. Like maybe you have, at one point I had some armor that I needed a level right. up to wear. Right. And so I carried it around for yeah. like an hour looking yeah. for the next thing before I could actually <laughs> use it, which is taking up very limited uh, inventory yeah. space. The inventory is, yeah, is like you're constantly having to like, Mm-hmm. throw stuff away basically i feel like yeah and the inventory is another thing i i think what really makes this game great is how all of the the different ways that it's brilliant all come together to make you feel so helpless <laughs> in a very realistic way uh-huh. because you're you have a diablo style like grid inventory right yeah um and it's a lot smaller than you'd like it to be. <laughs> You're constantly not finding enough ammo and health yeah. as you'd like. Yeah. Um, and when you open up your bag, it doesn't pause, which right. was one of the most frustrating things. And then I realized it was one of the coolest things is that <laughs> switching ammo to fight a, like a, a big robot that's chasing you, you have to run from it while you're swapping out the ammo, just like you would in real life. Uh-huh. And so it becomes so intense trying to do very simple things. Uh-huh. Yeah, me, I think Miyazaki played a System Shock. I was like, yeah, you, I'm not gonna, you're not going to be able to pause <laughs> when you switch items in Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so painful, but that is like, that's how probably most games should be. Because... I mean, I obviously love. I mean, you can like fallout you can like switch and using between weapons impacts. pretty easily. Yeah, yeah. So, but, but yeah, it, but it's like I'd always think of Fallout, where you pause and you heal in the middle of a fight, mm. and then mm-hmm. instantly it becomes easy, and it's mm-hmm. like it's completely uh, realism breaking, right, right, and super convenient. But when you take it out, it makes fighting so much more intense. I just every time I played this game, it literally, I, I would have to turn it off like after an hour, maybe two hours at most, because my whole body would be tense, (laughs) like in a way that I could not control it. Wow. Like I would intentionally not play it too late at night because I was like, I know this will affect my sleep. It's (laughs) Yeah. No, I, yeah, I I would, 
I don't think I had that strong of a reaction to it, but I also like couldn't play it for like a long stretch. Yeah. Uh, more than like a couple hours. Cause yeah, I think cause it, especially cause I, I played most of it on until the, until like literally like the last like bosses I was on like normal difficulty and mm. it, <laughs> it was like, yeah, there were, there were sections where I just like kept, had to keep reloading. Yeah. Yeah. Just also, yeah. <laughs> also no, cause I didn't realize this. If you're playing this, you can like adjust the difficulty on the fly. It's yeah. I learned that I, from Tim. <laughs> it's I, I could not have finished it if it weren't for that. <laughs> Um, oh but I was going to ask though, cause I, I can imagine kind of like what we talked about with, oh, that, I was going to say, like what we talked about with fallout, but that episode hasn't come out yet. Um, <laughs> like what we will talk about in the fallout episode, uh, is like the, with the RPG elements of it, like how you choose to like spend your points could, can definitely, I feel like make the game easier or harder like if you yeah. if you spend them in the wrong place places without really like thinking about it yeah um so i, I was curious like what kind of like yeah. what kind of character you play because we haven't talked about that at all yeah yeah i, I do want to say that, that very similar like identical <laughs> to fallout one uh-huh. there is and in fact i would have made the same mistake both times if i hadn't have learned from fallout one uh-huh. they both have stats that you could never possibly predict what it's going to do to you and so yes. it's like <laughs> you can think that you're making great choices and then have a horrible time mm-hmm. playing and i i looked up just what the best path was for the first because mm. um you know the first they in quake style is what i would describe it they they gamified the like character creation <laughs> right like just like how or, they gamified the difficulty selection and quick, in but. um or in like Todd Howard style because like the all the all yeah kinda yeah Todd because like Todd Howard talks about in a he uh when around the time around the time that uh I think like it was before either. It might have been after Bioshock came out, but it was like around when Bioshock and Fallout Three came out. They like had like did an interview together, like the two of them talking. Really? And uh, oh, I just I didn't say who the other second person was, but Ken Levine, the like lead designer of of this mm. game and uh, Bioshock. And uh, one thing they talk about is like Todd Howard played System Shock Two. And like, cause like, like you were talking about, like the beginning is like a, um, you, you start your, yeah. uh, you start the game four years before the event, right. the events that happen on the ship and you are going through your military training. And so you have right. four years and three choices for some reason. Cause the fourth year, they could have just made it three years. I don't know why it's <laughs> four years. It gets cut short, but you spend, you, you do three choices of divisions of the military to join. Right. Right, like and then you training like training to receive. Yeah, first you choose which like division of the military, and then you have like different missions that you can go on that like change that will like give you oh, bonuses yeah. to certain stats. Yeah. Um, but 
crucially, yeah, they don't tell you what those stats do. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really. Like, there's a little, like, tutorial before you choose which branch. So they at least show mm-hmm. you, like, okay, here's, the like, the psi powers. And here's, like, what hacking is like. And here's, like, what shooting a gun is like. And those are, like, yeah. kind of, like, the three main paths. And but, I want to yeah. give an award of excellence here for, a one, a tutorial <laughs> to begin with. Uh-huh. And one that is skippable i mean mm. like mm-hmm. nailed it perfect mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. perfect yeah, you just walk past it if you don't want to <laughs> fucking why didn't todd howard pick up that little tidbit <laughs> every time you want to play fallout 3 it is such a long intro to get past before the game starts <laughs> it's like up to an hour like Jeez, it's really it's it's like one of the most hated parts of the game <laughs> and if he had just yeah. done what they did uh-huh it'd be fine just do what Ken did. Yeah. But but that's what he talks about is like wanting to do that in his games. So we'll yeah. we'll we'll come back to them, I guess, decide how good of a job Todd did. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Um, um but yeah, so my character, I obviously the psi powers look yeah. super cool. I would yeah. love to play this again, um yeah. and try to do that. Mm-hmm. Maybe like near the end of my life or something. I don't know. <laughs> Not anytime soon. Um, when you want to have, like, have a heart attack. Yeah. That's how I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> it'll just be one of those fucking spiders coming out of nowhere. That's what's going to get me. Um, no, it'll be you, like, hearing one of those, but never finding out where it is. <laughs> hearing it just for 20 minutes straight. Yeah. That's the worst. Um, but, yeah. So, I just did... I, I think I went through the... Um, military path that like teaches you skill uh, tech skills okay, um, the and then I did some Navy. combat training and yeah I think that's what I okay. did that's what I did so too I, yeah and I just I just shot guns and hacked and stuff yeah okay so I think we we had very similar playthroughs yeah. then okay I was wondering if you had, would have done like the psi or like the psi powers yeah. or something but mm-hmm. yeah like I thought about I, it too but I was like uh like you already got enough sign in your life. <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's true. <laughs> but uh, I feel like you just you just never know what like like yeah. am I just gonna like be really like bad at like mm-hmm. being able to survive or whatever? And just based off my very limited experience trying to use magic in Merowind, um, <laughs> I just feel mm-hmm. like that type of thing is not as easy to use and games of this era than like mm-hmm. i remember looking examples. it up though probably similar to you like i think i just looked at like a like a forum post or a reddit post or something mm, where people yeah. were talking about it and like i bet we looked at the same one <laughs> probably but i saw a lot of people that were like oh yeah i've only played like with psi like powers like i oh, played really? it multiple times and i've only done that wow. I, I will say the thing about that is like there's so many of them Mm-hmm. And you have to buy them all like individually, and and they yeah. get like pretty expensive. Because mm-hmm. I did upgrade my psi powers to get a few, and then I oh okay hardly use it. Like I got um I got like a shield one. Yeah, yeah. I saw um, and then I got like the like boost to hacking, and then I never used it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the other thing yeah. I feel like with that kind of thing is like yeah I will just absolutely forget about yeah those so it's like yeah yeah i i 
I, I do think that it's it's worth saying too that it's like it's very interesting that this is a route you can take in the game because it's not like you get replacement attacks and that's it. You get essentially a whole new way of playing the game that changes yeah. a lot. Like it's a lot like D and D magic using mm-hmm. <laughs> magic use where it's like you're you're doing little tricks to get past obstacles <laughs> and like. You can uh, like you can turn invisible. You're, yeah. You can be a little trickster, for yeah. example. And, and you, you can, can yeah, you can you like can, uh, get have levitate st- stuff towards you. You know, yeah, yeah. Which yeah, I did get that one because I saw people saying like there's stuff you just can't get if you don't have that. Yeah. Um, again, basically never used it. <laughs> so yeah. yeah, I really feel like I got tons and tons of like hidden yeah. stuff. So yeah, I think that's like. That. That's a strength of the game, though, is that, like, you can't get everything for one thing. Like, yeah. And, yeah. and like, there is very clearly, like, stuff you will not be able to do, like, on the path you have chosen. Yeah. Like, if you, if you go, like, full, like, psionic, psyops powers or whatever, like, you probably not gonna like be very gonna be able to use very many weapons very well yeah and like or you might not be able to like hack really which yeah means you're gonna miss out on a lot of like 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 stuff that you could get out of like things that you can hack and get like items out of it and stuff Mm -hmm. like even yeah yeah the thing is that it's also every the um upgrade modules and because that's what you use for size stuff right Mm-hmm. Yeah, modules. for everything. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's they're very or they're, they're fairly scarce, and, yeah. and it's to the point where like having I put not a single thing, not a single module into um, psi stuff, mm-hmm. and I still f- very frequently came across weapons I couldn't use because my mm-hmm. skills weren't high enough, hacks mm-hmm. that I couldn't do because my skills mm-hmm. weren't high enough. So it's like yeah. the more spread you are, yeah, the you're gonna constantly run up against like brick yeah. walls you can't get past, and then, yeah, yeah, you always. I feel like this is another element of like the, like, survival horror element of the game mm-hmm. is like, in addition to like the ammo and like the health and stuff, like, you also always feel like you never have enough like upgrade, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little like uh, Chuck E. Cheese upgrade tokens, to, like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the nanites that because like yeah, you will constantly find like weapons where it's like i just can't use this mm-hmm. or like um one of the most interesting things like systems in the game that i i don't think i've ever seen in, in a game is like the research yeah system yeah. where you'll find objects a lot of times it's like you kill an enemy and mm. like they'll drop like an alien like some sort of alien or, object that you an organ or something yeah yeah that you like you don't know what it is and if you have the research skill, you can research it, and you also have uh, th- <laughs> which I like. I like the like idea of it and everything. I don't really like the like execution of it. I will say yeah. like because <laughs> the farther on you get, the more often you will come up uh, with something that you want to research, and then it'll tell you you need a chemical. So you need to find the right. chemical storeroom on every floor, uh-huh. and they don't even always have the things you need, which would mean backtracking or waiting to the next one. Yeah. And honestly, I mean, I kind of love that because it, it, I found it just challenging enough that it was kind of inconvenient but never, like, really annoying. And a lot of stuff I just didn't end up researching because I didn't time it right, and it didn't really matter, you know? 
Yeah. But well, it definitely I, adds yeah. an extra challenge if you want to research everything in particular. Well, a lot of times it's just like with the stuff you get off of enemies, a lot of times it's just like, oh, now you do like bonus damage to them, which is nice. Yeah, that's but, nice. But and then there there's also like epic weapons and yeah, different things. But like the issue I had with it was like, okay, so you need the chemical. Sometimes you need yeah. multiple chemicals. Yeah. The And the big issue for me is like, it's not like, boop, researched. It's like a little bar fills up. Yeah. And for some some things it takes fucking forever. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I I would literally just like go to a chemical storeroom. Yeah. Just wait. And just there. like, I'm just gonna look at my phone, I guess. Like, or I don't like. I'm just gonna like do something else while this bar fills. It's like, and then and then that that brings in probably one of the most annoying, but still, you know, very pointing to the main thesis of the game. One of the most annoying mechanics, which is that an enemy can enter any room at any time. Hmm. It'll just I never had constantly one, spawn. I don't think I ever had one enter a chemical room though. Oh, I, was cool. I happened to that so many times. That happened to me so many times. And the wow. same thing if you're trying to listen to an audio message to a log. <laughs> yeah. Also, I found... I don't remember this being an issue in the first one. I found the audio mixing. I think that's another reason why mm. I didn't connect with the audio logs as much. Is like I just couldn't hear what they were saying like half the time because yeah. like the enemy noises were so loud. <laughs> yeah, there is... In the second half in particular, I constantly came across this thing that would happen, which is that you find either an important log or Shodan mm-hmm. is even saying something to you yes, timed yes, yes. to the to the story and where yes, you are. Yes. And then the next room will have 10 enemies in it. And it's like, well, why didn't you put that three yeah. rooms later so I could listen to it? Because it always cuts it off. <laughs> yes, and The exactly. mixing is... And then at the very least, you're distracted trying to not die. And so yeah. it's like... Yeah, I, like I, I had to least re-listen needs, to a lot of them. Yeah, you, they needed to like just like duck all the other audio down. Yeah, or that like, so nice. or yes, like design it with that in mind of like, oh, this door is locked until Shodan unlocks it or something. Yeah, and then you can, when she's done talking, you can get into that room with all the enemies. Exactly, that would be so nice. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I found that very frustrating too, especially when it was like, oh, I heard like half of it. Yeah, and I just didn't get the second half. So, and I also. I found constantly, around the same time that I started having this problem, I would constantly be in a room where I had no idea what to do, and then I'd look it up, and it'd be something that I I, I have no idea how I was supposed to know that. And one or two times I then found out it was in a log that I just couldn't hear or that like I wasn't paying full attention to, and I didn't realize it was important. Yeah. But then sometimes There's... it would just be something that I, I, I don't know how I was, I was supposed to know that. That was the whole... Everything to do with the recreation floor, <laughs> like the uh-huh. numbers in the pictures. Yeah, I mean that uh, thing. That that, dead that cell. part is like insane. Apparently, in like how the game like originally released, like you didn't have to do. You didn't have to like actually put the power cell into the thing. Which I understood mm. I had to do that. I was like, okay, like clearly like the power is off. Like it's dark in the in yeah. the like basketball court room and like and there's there's this empty like power breaker or whatever thing. <laughs> and so like yeah. I'm it's obvious obviously I have to do that. The problem I had was so like in that level, you get off the elevator and like very like you turn a corner and there's like a dead body. 
and that yeah, dead body exactly that dead body has the the power cell the dead power mm-hmm. cell and i was like i don't have room for my in, this in my inventory and i just threw it away <laughs> like i just threw it on the floor at some point and i yeah. not realizing i needed it and then later i was like i was like where is oh. that and i was like looking up in the guide i looked it up and i went to that guy and i was like yeah it's not there and so I was like, I don't like. I'm just gonna have to like reload a save from like oh. hours before, but I I eventually did find it. Jesus, like, that's like, like a few minutes before I was about to give up, and I was like, Phew. Oh my lord, that's a oh. perfect nightmare for this game. Yeah. Oh, because oh that God. that level. I mean, even with its problems, it's probably like one of my favorite parts of the game. Mm-hmm. It's really cool and very yeah. interesting, but just yeah. but kind of confusing. Like, yeah, that stuff. And then like the, so like, wait, yeah. The other thing is your, 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 your goal for that level is to go to send a message to earth. I think yeah. like that the aliens, the aliens have like taken over the ship yeah. <laughs> or whatever. And so you need this code. They like encoded the transmitter so that the aliens can't use it. And they put the code in these terminals that are displaying art. What I don't understand is, so, like, you're supposed to go to around all the terminals and, like, flip, like, click on them to make them change, and then it, yeah. it'll show an, it'll show a number. I don't understand at all how you're supposed to know what order they go in. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's just the order you happen to find them, and then... But, like, there but is like, a specific order. Yeah, and it's completely and it's like, non-linear, no, the, the level, so, like... Yeah, it's not a linear level. Like, I went in, like, it's like a circle. It's like mm-hmm. a circular level. Over so like I, two levels too, right? Yeah, it's it's huge too. Yeah, yeah. Like so I don't all these like rooms you're going in. And so yeah, it's like you there's no I just way to know. Don't understand, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That I, I'm glad to hear that that was those particular two problems were the same for you. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, I got to the dead cell and I when I had seen the dead cell in that guy's inventory, I thought it was just a battery, and I was like, well, I don't need that. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah. What do you know? Bronson was right after all. I imagine I've got about an hour, but I'm tracking the the transformations in the hope that the data might be useful to someone else. There are tumors on my leg and back. I can feel that thing inside me growing fat. My theory is they need a living host to complete the transformation. Screw Diego, screw Karimskin, screw Tau Seti 5. If someone finds this, don't have any regrets about punching my clock. I was already gone. Yeah, so the, the story is good, and I didn't understand, I think, any of it until <laughs> after I had finished the game, and yeah. and I read the wiki pages for all the characters, and I listened to the uh, logs, almost all of them in chronological order. There's videos on YouTube where they oh, t- they they put them in the order that it happens. So it's right, like right. really it it spells it out a lot more clearly. And a lot of moments that I thought happened in real time had happened before. Yeah, um, right. Yeah, but yeah, because there are there are parts I think that are like that are like supposed to like have happened like right before you got there. In mm-hmm. my reading of it. Of it's like, because like there are even parts where like you'll see a person like running away, right, or like running yeah. through a door. A few like, times you you do yeah. get to see the real people. Yeah, <laughs> which is kind always, of breaking the always rule. Always a barrier away. Yeah, oh, it's breaking the rule. Well, I feel like because in 
in System Shock, and then like they continued on with in System Shock Two with like the same kind of thought. It was like we we don't feel like we have like the technology to actually like show like you interacting with real like other people. Yeah. So we're just gonna have them all be dead, <laughs> and you'll you'll hear their voices, but that's it. Yeah. And and that's obviously like the main thing that contributes to the loneliness of it. Right. And, uh, you know, you're literally farther away from Earth than science could possibly explain. Mm-hmm. You're completely isolated. Everyone has been killed but you. Mm-hmm. And the few people that are always a window away. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. In both of these games, there are people who are alive and are, like, talking to you. But you ne- when, whenever you get to them, by the time you get to mm-hmm. them, they're dead. <laughs> yeah. Which, uh, I actually, something I found in the in the wiki that made me laugh so hard was, uh, you know, you find Diego, the mm-hmm. captain of the Von Braun? Or no, the Rickenbacker. Yeah, the Rickenbacker. You find, you find him dead, and he yeah. leaves you messages before saying, I'm alive, come find me. Mm-hmm. And you find him finally dead in the room he told you he was in. But what I read online is that it's unclear if he's killed by the many or if you kill him by switching the gravity. Because oh. he's in this room and it's like upside down, so he's on the ceiling. And if you look at, if you think of the drop of someone laying on the floor from the floor to the ceiling with gravity being reversed, that'd probably kill him. <laughs> so <laughs> wait, it's, wait. So like, do you see his body up there? Yeah. I or no, I you see on the that. floor. Oh, okay. okay but okay. the the whole you're 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 walking upside down in the whole area. It's that um, when okay. the the church um, uh-huh. it's upside down, and uh, when you find him. You know, you know when you find him, right? Yeah, yeah like and his room is like all like infested. Is no, re- no, it's no, no, no. It's you. Um, you find him in the medical thing, not the medical floor, but like there's like a little sick bay, and you find him on the floor, and he's he's actually I think the only character with an individual model for them, because he had ripped out the worms from his own body. Mm, and so okay, he's like a pile I think of I know what you're talking. About. But okay, that's right. So. But you do go to his room later, and that's where yeah, like, you do. Okay, but yeah, he's yes. not in the okay, room. Okay, yes, yeah. I know what you're talking. Yeah, yeah. But so maybe you kill him in the story. <laughs> I just think that's funny. <laughs> wow, I, I I never would have <laughs> picked that up. Okay, well, thank you for listening to the first episode. Uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Um, yeah, we will continue spooky season. In a couple of weeks, with our uh, wrap up, probably of System Shock too. <laughs> You're gonna want to see it. You're gonna want to hear the glory of our voices. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye.